0: everybody, and welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by a 120 Power Star rating. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and the doors to episode 244 are open. A little bit unsure because last week I got it wrong. Uh, this week on the show, it's Nintendo Directs Day. So we've got heaps of games and announcements to go over. It's been a good one. So really excited to jump into it with you guys and let you know what I thought. And uh, man, what a great day. we got some uh, real fun announcements and filled out a little bit more of the 2023 catalogue as we move on towards the next thing, potentially. Who knows? But uh, really uh, looking forward to Zelda and all that in May. Oh. I can't wait to get do it uh yeah so absolutely fantastic I, th- I thought i might actually do uh an episode dedicated to the direct and also do you know your normal episode as well so there might be two episodes this week whenever we can we'll try and fit in uh, an extra episode just to uh, well i've got to be honest you know last year we missed out on so many episodes just because of um you know gaps and all of that that went on and even the year before there was a couple of gaps because uh because some things happened and life happened. So every now and again, let's fit in that ep- extra episode. You know, let's get us to a 250, that little bit closer. Because there was a long time where it was like episode 240 something. I'm like, oh my God, how long are we in the 40s for? I want to get out. It was, no, it was the 30s. The 40s, are ta- I feel like they're taking forever too. Let's get through the 40s. I want to go to my 50s. You know, that's uh, 10 years away from retirement age. You're, like, you're looking forward to it? Uh, I don't know. I've got no idea. I'm only in my 20s. I can't can't confirm or deny that. But yeah, Uh, just to start things off, last week I actually, well, at the end of each episode we play some sounds. And I get you guys to guess what they were. And uh, last week, no one got it right. No one did. Wacko Jacko had a few guesses. He guessed Yoshi, um, but no. I'll play the sound again and give you a second chance, see if you can guess it. A bunch of sounds. Last minute, last chance. Have a guess. So they are Pikmin from Pikmin 2, just to let you guys know. We'll play some more sounds at the end of the show as well to try and uh, try and spice up those engagement numbers over on YouTube. Speaking of which, you can go over to youtube.com iDruby where you can check out the videos, the podcast, all of that over there. Really appreciate your support. Leaving likes on the videos, commenting and subscribing would mean the world to me. Earlier this morning, I streamed my reactions to the Nintendo Direct, so that's up as a VOD to go and check out. And uh, you can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash They get exclusive access to secret recordings and heaps good uh, exclusive podcasts that I do over there. So go and check that out. So let's get it into the Guru Geek Out real quick before I get into the direct impressions. Uh, this week was my son's first birthday, and it was really nice to be able to celebrate that with him. And um, I actually put together a bunch of photos throughout the year, put them into a slideshow that we're going to show at his uh, birthday and just going through them all and putting them in order and seeing how much he's grown throughout the year. It's just been a really tremendous experience. And uh, it, it goes to show that we had a Nintendo direct, like literally day and date as we did last year, just because I remember having my son, I went home and then the next morning I watched the Nintendo direct and then I went to Mount Gambier um, where the hospital is. And my, um, <laughs> if uh, you guys have been with us for this year, uh, you might remember that I did that episode in the car, which was a lot of fun. You know, utilize your time as well as you can. Um, so, yeah, just a great year and happy birthday to Lucas. Love you so much, mate. And if you listen to this in 25 years, it's, good. it's been good. <laughs> it's been a good first year. All right, let's get into the Nintendo Direct. We had some absolutely bangers and they were just topped off by some real surprises being like day and date and just releasing straight away. We had plenty of those. When this is finished, I've got plenty to play on Switch that I'm really excited about. So let's just go through the list of games and talk about them as they are. So first one is Metroid Prime Remastered. And it's out today digitally. And in Australia, it comes out as a physical release on March 3rd, which is really cool. So Metroid Prime remastered. It's been a rumor for a long time. People talk about the trilogy. And then the rumor sort of shifted to Metroid Prime's gonna be a standalone game. Those rumors were correct. Well done to the insiders. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I cannot wait to jump into it. And it's been sort of a trend actually this direct is something like I've been really wanting, like I've set up uh, a PC basically on my TV purely to do some GameCube games and Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. And what's been great is now that today just a lot of that content has actually dropped on Switch, which is which is awesome because I'd prefer to play it there, obviously, officially, giving my uh, Nintendo bucks via my subscription to you know get the Game Boy games and buy Metroid. Um I'm glad that it's finally there. And Metroid Prime is a game that I miss. I miss a lot of GameCube games. Something that I want to rectify this year by going back and actually experiencing some of these games. Even like Pokemon Coliseum and um, Gale, Gale of Darkness XD. Like, I've, I've dabbled in them, but I haven't played them through. And um, you know, Generation 3 is one of my favorite generations of Pokemon. So I've got plenty of stuff to catch up on GameCube. And Nintendo making that easy and accessible for me on Nintendo Switch is a good, good thing. So... Um, really looking forward to getting into Metroid Prime, um, set it, downloading once I finish this, which would be awesome. So i absolutely stoked and I hope that it's um, been improved a fair bit. They went over some of the details, basically like the controls. But as far as like graphics and that, I, I can't tell. I don't have them side by side or anything like that. Um, but I assume it looks better. Like looking at it in the direct, it looks like how you kind of remember it in some ways. And I've been like looking at a lot of like emulation when it comes to the Dolphin emulator and stuff like that with Steam Deck and some of these handheld PCs. Um, those emulators actually have like widescreen support for the games, um, so they look really nice emulated. But obviously, an official Nintendo licensed product, awesome. Cannot wait. 60 bucks in Australia, so 20 bucks cheaper than your full price game. So kudos to Nintendo for not doing a full price release, because um, they very well could have. Uh, I just feel like maybe with Metroid they felt like they didn't want to do the full price because with Skyward Sword um, HD for example that was a full price game and it feels like a similar amount of uh, effort and work went into both remasters but with Zelda they can get away a of a lot more because it's a lot more beloved franchise for the most part a lot more mainstream um, and uh, for me like Metroid's a game or series that I haven't really touched on too much so I really want to Try and get into them a little bit more, but I don't know. I don't, don't enjoy them as much as uh, the rest of the offerings, I guess, but it is what it is. All right, let's talk about Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We've uh, we actually had some special editions go up on EB Games here in Australia. I've pre ordered the special edition and the amiibo. Cannot wait for it. The special edition is 190 bucks, comes with art book, poster, uh, some pins, the game. Box uh, a little bit disappointing compared to the Breath of the Wild limited edition that came out at launch with the Switch. Came with um, here in Australia, it didn't come with the carrying carrying case, but it came with uh, Master Sword statue and a bunch of other stuff. that, frankly, I've kind of forgotten about. Uh, <laughs> I actually I had the CD. It came with a soundtrack for this um, yeah, on a CD, and I put it in my car, and I never used the CD player, so it's literally been in there for the last six years or so <laughs> since, I've, uh, since I've had the game. So uh, that that usually comes on, just like the ambient chirping of the birds and that sometimes when I don't have my phone connected to the car. Uh, but as far as the trailer goes, we've got another trailer that is very reminiscent of the other two trailers that we got for Tears of the Kingdom, which is just a bunch of uh, scenes put together and a lot of people are sort of digging through them and uh, making out what's going on. But this one... Uh, I guess it's confirmed that Ganondorf is back in some way. Uh, you know, we sh- we saw Ganon, um, like Ganondorf, his corpse, but we're actually like hearing his voice in this trailer, which is pretty cool. So that's really, really um, exciting. That um, our I guess antagonist is actually going to be um, voiced and maybe pursuing Link or some way. It's really, really nice because like like in Breath of the Wild, you had Ganon, just you know, it's just a Big evil beast and, uh, you know, you get to him at the end of the game. Like, fuck, he looks a bit looks a bit much. Oh, well, I've got all the all the divine beasts on my side and you take them down relatively easy once you've got all the divine beasts and you've uh, done plenty of shrines and all that. But um, I forgot the quote now that I think of it. Like uh, like Zelda's basically saying, like, I don't think you can beat him. I'm like, whoa, that sounds sounds cool. Like, it just has, like, a real dark tone to it. Obviously, with all like, the vehicles you can show, uh, like for example, there was a, a vehicle Link was driving in the sky and then there was one that was on the ground using like the, the Sheikah Slate abilities to power them, which looks really nice. So we're going to be covering this game a lot more on the House of Mario, obviously. It's the biggest title Nintendo's going to release this year and it's uh, pretty much just a couple of days over four months away. So very exciting. I've officially allowed myself to get hyped now that we're this close and we know that there's going to be some more information coming forward. But it will be interesting to see how much content we see of this game before release. Because I think Nintendo is pretty confident that they're going to be able to sell a few copies. Word of mouth is going to do tremendously well for the title, much like uh, Breath of the Wild, just through people discovering and talking about it on social media. So I don't think they have to actually put out too much. And while that sort of... <laughs> It hurts just from my perspective sometimes. like, oh, I'd be good to talk about it each week and see new stuff coming out. But it's also good just to go in blind and everything's a mystery and it just things to be new as you're discovering it. Uh, because I know for a lot of games, especially Pokemon and stuff like that, we get told too much. And I enjoyed Scarlet and Violet a lot more because I didn't know much going into it. So the same for Zelda. I think we can just sit down, sit tight, and uh, can't wait for these games to come out. Um, And I've already got $210 of my money with the limited edition and uh, Amiibo that was announced. So good on you, Nintendo, you bloody bastards. Next up, we've got Pikmin 4. And this was a title I was worried about, just frankly, because we only saw a little bit about it in the September Direct last year. So it's like, oh, is it going to come out this year or is it going to get delayed? Looks like it's ready to go, hopefully, relatively ready to go. It's coming out July 21st, so... Not too far away. Um, I guess not the first half, but almost in the first half in some way. Just um, just missed it by a month. So I'm looking forward to doing that. As I said earlier, I haven't played too many GameCube games. And honestly, the Pikmin series is one I want to catch up on before Pikmin 4. So I will be doing that via emulation. Nintendo hasn't put out the Pikmin games on Switch. But yeah, man, I can't wait for it. You get a cute little dog thing with different abilities. You get Ice Pikmin where you can freeze your enemy and just like smash them into smithereens, which is pretty cool. So nice, man. Pikmin 4, looking forward to it. Can't wait to see more and obviously play it. Um, you can pre-order it now on the eShop. It'd be nice to get a demo for that, but we've got plenty of other demos, dare So say. Next up is uh, Disney Illusion Island, and this is a hand-drawn 2D uh, platformer where he plays Mickey and Friends. And as soon as I saw this, I think it was announced at a Disney event sometime last year, and this was a big highlight for me. Uh, I love the Rayman games, Rayman Legends, Rayman Origins, absolutely tremendous, tremendous platformers. Rayman Legends is probably my favorite platformer, 2D platformer of all time. It's so much fun. It's beautiful. It really is. So anything that reminds me even a little bit of that, I'm all in. I'm not like a big Mickey Mouse fan necessarily. I enjoyed Fantasia and stuff as a kid, but just with that art style and the four players and everything that this game is doing, I'm really keen for it. So I'll be checking it out on Nintendo Switch July 28th. It's an exclusive, so we be covering it here, I dare say. Looking forward to it, man. It's going to be awesome. Octopath Traveler 2, we got a demo that you can take over to the full game, much like a lot of the Square Enix um, HD 3D or HD 2D games. Um, this is a game that I'm going to be getting at the end of the month. It comes out uh, the 24th of this month, February. So great. Awesome. Um, I was going to get it on PS5 just purely because I want like a bigger box and I want the physical case. That's kind of, that's kind of really it. But who knows? Maybe I'll get into the demo and I just want my save file to go over and I'll end up getting it on Switch. I'm kind of up in the air at the moment I don't I don't particularly particularly mind. Um next up is a uh, Sambara D um Amigo uh, yeah Amigo Party Central. And the D Amigo series I actually really uh kind of liked it on Wii. I only played it a little bit. I never got around to buying it on Wii, but it was always one of those games I'm like oh, I want to get that, but I don't want to spend 60 bucks on it necessarily. <laughs> um so when I saw this I'm like, oh cool. Um I'm interested, I'm intrigued, show me more. And it shows that you use like the Joy-Cons as your maracas and you do different poses and stuff. looks like a lot of fun. I'm sure people will get the kick out of it. But as far as like rhythm-based motion games go, I'm not, say, a big fan necessarily just because it's not – well, this might be different. I'll have to look into it a little bit more. But I know um, like say some of the drumming games I got – like it's just, it's not precise enough. You got to And especially when you're going to harder difficulties, when you're doing, doing, doing different patterns and stuff, it just, it, it wasn't good enough. But for like poses and just, if it's a little bit more slow pace, I'm sure it might be all good, all good. but I'll check it out. Um, it's got songs from all around the world, different genres. Um, so could be cool. I quite enjoyed the series. So I expect it to be a pretty, pretty cool game. One of the biggest things I got hyped about was Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games coming to Nintendo Switch Online. And this was a thing I was really hyped about going into it. I really wanted this to be a thing. And this many years into Switch, we can finally play these games again on my Switch. Fantastic. And I was I've been sort of looking into... Different like uh, Android portables and stuff, just to get some of these goddamn games on it. Christ Almighty! All I wanted to do was play a couple of Pokemon games, Mario games, some of the Zelda games, etc., etc. There's such a vast library on these two handhelds, and we're finally there. Thank God. So, Game Boy games and Game Boy Advance games—they both dropped on Nintendo Switch Online. You can get the Game Boy games are part of your Nintendo Switch online subscription and the Game Boy Advance games are a part of the expansion pass subscription so you have to pay that little bit extra but I'd say at this point with Game Boy Advance games Nintendo 64 games the uh, Mario Kart expansion Animal Crossing Splatoon 2 you know the, the values adding up as they go on so it's you know if you're a big Nintendo Switch user I'll say it's worth the cash especially now but at launch, you can get on Game Boy Tetris, Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX, Gargoyle's Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Alone in the Dark, New Nightmare, Metroid 2, Return of Samus, Wario Land 2, and Kirby's Dreamland. And on Game Boy Advance, there's six games. You can get Super Mario Advance 4, um, yeah, Advance 4, Super Mario Bros. 3, WarioWare Inc., Minigame Mania, Kuru Kuru Kuren, and Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and um, The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. So a great start. I just really hope that we don't just get one a month. Like, that is too slow a drip feed. Like, I, I want some of these games coming out each month. I want to dabble in them. I want to, like, get into at least one a month. I'm really keen for this, guys. I know, like, a lot of hype was for the Nintendo 64 stuff a year ago. Um but I'm a oh, cool man. Like I'm I'm keen to jump into some, to some of these games. Cause for the most part, Nintendo 64, I've played a lot of the games and a lot of the excitement is just basically getting to experience these games online with others. Like Mario Kart 64 online, like battle mode? Please. Have I done it yet? No. I've <laughs> Not because I don't want to, just because me organizing a time with people is just a... Frankly, it's too hard. <laughs> no, um, yeah, because like my friend Josh from the he's messaged me a couple of times. Been like, hey, do you want to do Goldeneye online? And internally, I'm like, yes, Josh, yes, I want to do Goldeneye online. Are you stupid, mate? What a question! But also, I haven't that haven't really had a good opportunity because I want to sit, I want to sit down on voice chat and indulge and catch up at the same time. But anyway, that's just a bit dad life. uh <laughs> complaining get off my chest there. But I hope some of these games do come out at a bit better pace, maybe three a month or something like that. I would love to see the Pokemon games come on there. And that's something that's a little bit more difficult. Um, But what I'm hoping is that uh, the Pokemon company will have one of their Pokemon directs or presentations and they'll be like, all right, here's um, Scarlet and Violet DLC, the expansion pass. This is what you can expect from the first drop. Um, The Pokemon games are coming to um, the the Game Boy... uh... (laughs) (laughs) I've just completely lost my train of thought. Uh, The Pokemon games, they are coming to Game Boy and Game Boy Advance for the Nintendo Switch Online and also a reminder for Nintendo 64, like um, with Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. So that'll be fantastic. Um, Really, really cool. But um, who knows? Who knows? They'll probably do what they did with 3DS. Be like, the 3DS has one more year. Um, Here are the Pokemon games after... God knows how long of waiting. <laughs> so that probably would be one of my favorite announcements. Really excited to get into, Oh, what will I, what will I play first? What will I do play first? Do something basic, just like Mario Bros. 3. Or maybe some WarioWare. We'll definitely jump into some WarioWare. And whether you start a bigger game, like Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga or Minish Cap. Not sure. I'll play like, yeah, I'll play one of them longer games as well. Exciting stuff! So hopefully we see some more games soon. We got Advanced Wars One Plus Two reboot camp. We got a brand new release date. This game is not dead. It's not been kicked to the side. Comes out on April twenty first. So fantastic! Looking forward to this one. We saw some more animated cutscenes as well um, in this direct. I'm like, I wonder if they actually kept on developing the game. Like they just saw the last year as an extra year of time. <laughs> I know that doesn't really work up as far as resources and financial obligations and all that, because is Nintendo going to play um, pay way forward another year of wages and um, just running costs, just to make it a little bit better for a game that isn't going to you know blow the world apart as far as uh, just people excited for it, but as far as like hardcore Nintendo fans and Game Boy Advance fans, going to be fantastic because. Advance Wars 1 plus 2, or 1 and 2. They scored really well, got an awesome Metacritic score of about 90. So having these games combined and just a brand new uh, coat of paint, very exciting. So keen to play these. And it fills in February, oh, sorry, it, it fills in April as well because we didn't actually have any games coming out in April. I think there was just uh, the Mega Man Legacy Collection coming out in April as far as uh, titles I was interested in. Um, so we got some more stuff on Switch. And even just in general, I think it was um was it what's that a uh, Batman game? Yeah, I think that was the only other game. I forgot what it was even called. Um Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, that game looks uh looks interesting. Um we got Bayonetta Origins, Syriza and the Lost Demon. So this game looks cool. We saw we've already seen a fair bit on this, but this is just a bit of a reminder for the game. Comes out on the seventeenth of March, so not too far away. And it looks pretty puzzle-combat orientated. A nice perspective from like an isometric view. Really nice art style. I really like it. And seeing in this trailer how you're actually like controlling um, a demon partner, which is, what's its name? I forgot its name. Um, but it kind of reminds me of Okami Den, just in its art style and the perspective you play the game as. Because the game Okami, which is one of my favorite games, beautiful art style, it got a, a, a prequel game on Nintendo DS where you play as Adam Ratsu's um, offspring, which is pretty cool when you play this, this little cub and you use the touchscreen to do the different symbols to use its abilities. And it's kind of like, a, it's a similar perspective and art style, obviously a lot more prettier now on Switch, but um, not being not really being a Bayonetta fan, but sort of seeing an art style and combat and all that that are quite intrigues me. I'm really interested in this game just from its own merits, not even because of I want to know the bayonet, the bayonetta origins, for example. But looking forward to it, man, looks great. After that, they showed a Mega Strikers, which is a free to play multiplayer game, basically playing air hockey with different characters. Uh, it, it sort of reminded me of Overwatch in some ways, just in the art style and what the characters looked like. And I was thinking about it. I was there's some games on Switch, or even just any console really, um, like Clubhouse Games, for example, has got like an air hockey mode, and all you're doing is Controlling your paddle with the joystick, and you're just playing air hockey. But for some reason, like whether it's on a proper air hockey table or just digitally on a games console, air hockey is so much fun. It just really is. I just love it so much. There's something, just something about it. So a free to play game. Okay, I can jump in and give this a go. Um, it, it didn't. It didn't like amaze me. And when I was watching it, I was I wasn't thinking like, oh my god. But it did sort of, it piqued my interest. It's about, all right, let's give this a go and see what it's like because I can see myself just playing air hockey and you've got different characters and that could introduce some new strategies into it as well. So I'm keen to give it a go. It comes out 27th of April. So nice, man. You can pre-order the game now, but what's the point if it's free to play? Who knows? They just want the numbers. Be like, oh, should we actually release this thing? Does anyone care? And uh, I got to say, Omega Strikers, I care. I like it. I like air hockey. You got me in. Um, Etri and Odyssey Origins collection. Um, these were 3DS games that are being ported to Nintendo Switch in a collection. You can buy them all separately as well, which is pretty cool. We can get them on June 1st. And I'm they look like good games, but I yeah, I don't really want to play like a dungeon crawler where you're going around getting treasure and stuff. Um I would like to give them a go, but at the same time i got a lot of other JRPGs I'm playing at the moment as well. <laughs> so It is what it is. But JRPG, I'm definitely playing. There's no questions about it. A top five, maybe a top 10, I don't know. Like Most anticipated game for this year is Sea of Stars, which is a JRPG coming from the makers of, oh, why does it except my mind? It's literally on my dashboard as we speak. The Messenger from the makers of The Messenger. Uh, we've been waiting for a release date for this. And we finally got one the 29th of August and a demo that comes out today and you'll be able to play it. I think I've already downloaded it on my switch. I quickly went through and downloaded some of the free things. So really keen to check out this demo, see what the battle system's all about or report back on it on the next episode of the house of Mario. Let you know what I thought about it, but not too far away. It's not like it's going to be delayed until December next year or whatever. Pretty confident that they're pretty happy with the release date. Bit of an update about Kirby's uh, Return to Dreamland Deluxe comes out on the twenty fourth of this month, which I'm looking forward to this game mainly because I just want like an easy platformer to go, boop, 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 just, you know, just do a little Kirby, just float through the levels, and um, maybe maybe I'll set myself up for disappointment as far as an easy, relaxing time goes because the last Kirby game it got a little bit difficult, especially towards the end. Like I've had the verse the end boss quite a few times, um, but it showed off a different mode that you can actually get after. Completing the main story. And uh, what's it called again? Let me look here. So you got 20 stages to explore as uh, Magalor. And he has he's lost his abilities, so he can only do a little pitiful jump. He can do like a little dash. And um, throughout the world, you can, well, throughout the sort of game, you can go through and get his abilities back. And it's interesting that they're adding more content to um, Kirby's Return to Dreamland. And honestly, this game seems like it's got just packed full of content, which is great. That's what you want, especially it's going to be a full price game. So typically, I wouldn't be that excited about a Kirby game eighty bucks. I'm like, all right, just go through and play the levels. But with like the mini games and this epilogue and the game itself of new abilities to this game, um, looks great, guys. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to be doing a trip that weekend as well. Going to be going to Adelaide, so hopefully I can get Chantel to drive, and I'll be. I'll be just pressing A, floating everywhere, playing Kirby, hopefully. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Expansion Pass, Volume 3 and 4 have been shown off. It showed a bunch of stuff uh, I'm not not that familiar with. Um, so I'm just going to read the little blurb here for the series, just so I can cover it here. Um, so enrich your adventure through... Anor- <laughs> How do you pronounce this? Adios? Oh, I don't know. The land <laughs> with this new content in volume three. Join forces with Marsha, the newest hero, and a refined lapardist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like people reading Pokemon, and we have no idea. Uh, challenge battles with roguelike element, elements are also being added. Uh, add multiple heroes and special unlocks um, for your party as you play through this challenge battle mode and earn a new added in game outfits to your main characters. Volume 3 of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Expansion Pass launches on the 16th of February and coming in Volume 4 later this year. Look forward to exciting final volume featuring an original story scenario, the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Expansion Pass, which also includes uh, total... four total volumes. um, That will be released throughout the end of 2023. So cool. Um, It's cool that it's got, like, roguelite elements. That's, like, a cool thing that they've added in and they did that with... uh, um, Breath of the Wild as well, where you can go and do the um, challenge rooms and got to try and get through without dying. So it's a cool little um, incentive to keep on playing and people that really enjoy the games just keep on playing through. So I'm happy for everyone. Bryce was in my live chat when I was doing the reaction. He's like, oh my God, yes. So I know you guys will be really excited who played Xenoblade Chronicles 3. If you're someone who went through the main title, finished it, loved it, there's more some more content for you here. We've got another expansion pass news. We've got Splatoon 3, and we've been waiting for it for a while. Um, But I've got to be honest, guys. I fell off Splatoon 3, and I don't know if the expansion pass really interests me at all to go back. So, just to make sure I get everything, so we can clarify this as well. This paid DLC for Splatoon 3 features two waves of content. The first wave includes Inkopolis. You can make this splatastic place from the original Splatoon your stomping ground. Wave 1 also includes Inkopolis Plaza, which has been changed over the past several years with new shopkeeps. The Squid Sisters will perform here during Splatfest 2. In the second wave of this DLC, a new single player campaign called Owl. Uh, called side order super jumps to Splatoon 3 see what's to become of incoplas square uh, the central area featured in Splatoon 3 Splatoon 3 expansion Pass will also be available for those who purchase early presentation blah 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 um, wave one launching this autumn wave two the site side order will launch in the future so cool it's interesting as well because like I was like, are they going to include it in Nintendo Switch Online? Is it going to be a part of the expansion pass? Um, brand new game, people are actively playing Splatoon 3 and it would have been a cool way to get people to sign up and it would have been nice for a little old Druid to give it a go without paying the money because I'm not super invested enough to be like, all right, I'm going to pay the 30, 40 bucks to dive into this stuff. And really just with like, I guess, like the different plazas from Splatoon 1 and Splatoon 2. Pretty cool. Um, But it doesn't seem to have that much utility apart from, oh, I preferred the Plaza in Splatoon 1 or Splatoon 2 or you preferred like the Idols in each one. So I'm not too sure whether it's like it's worth my money personally, but I'm interested to see what people like Wacko Jacko, other members of the Splatoon 3 community think, whether um, whether you guys are excited for this. Is this what you want in Splatoon 3? We're already getting like a bunch of free content as far as weapons and maps and stuff. So when it comes to the sickle player and the plazas, are you happy with this? don't know. A little bit more information on the Fire Emblem Engage expansion pass as well. We're getting some brand new emblem heroes, including Hector, um, who is the Emblem of Strength, Sorin, Emblem of Arcumen; and Camilla, who is Emblem of uh, Revelation. And... For me as well, I I'm enjoying Fire Emblem. I've got the expansion pass provided by Nintendo Australia. Thank you very much. But I don't know that this is really that exciting for me as um going through the game. Like I don't know if I need more characters. And also very different for hardcore Fire Emblem fans who really recognize these characters. I recognize the Smash Brothers characters and the main characters from each title. But as far as like the nitty gritty, I really don't recognize them. Like I recognize Crom and Robin who I've missed, who are the emblem of bonds, Uh, you know, but I don't, I don't recommend, I don't recognize a lot of the other ones, but um, I'm sure some some of you guys out there who are like, Oh my God, I love fire emblem and it's so good to get them in the game and see them in the brand new art style and all that. So pretty cool. But it's it's also a little bit strange. Like, should they be monetizing these? Could this just be included in the game? Not too sure. This game's been finished for a long time, so the DLC rollout was planned a long time ago. It's also finished, so it's not like they just finished it and like, oh, look, let's add more because we've got more time and all that. A little bit strange, but not sure. It doesn't offend me, so I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Oh, we actually got... um, There's a story mode too, a part of it. Um, pack 4, new story, fell Fel Exo Log. Cool, there's that too. Haven't finished the game, so I have got no idea what the <laughs> what the story is going to be about. Next up, we got some some more information on Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, the Booster um, Course Wave Four. We've got a brand new character, Birdo, and this is the first first character that's been introduced uh, as far as the booster courses go. So cool! Hopefully, we see some more potential for some brand new characters coming in the future. We saw, like, with uh, the Wii U version. We got um, Mar. What did we get? <laughs> We got Mario. Uh, We we got some iteration of Mario, but the biggest ones was Villager from Animal Crossing and Link from Legend of Zelda. So I'd love to see some more of these characters get involved in that way. Maybe chuck in some... What character would I want in Mario Kart to be introduced? I reckon like a Pokemon, like Pikachu or something. I reckon that'd be pretty cool. But I ultimately think they are saving Mario Kart for the launch of the next Nintendo console. They're like... Mario Kart is a shoe in We want people to jump in straight away and just give as much time as possible for this game to sell. I'll cover it in the next episode of The House of Mario, but Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has now passed 50 million copies, so just get them out as quick as you can. (laughs) Um, But apart from that, we've got some brand new courses as well, which I'm actually not sure. Uh, What courses did we get? We've got Yoshi's Island. A new course is zooming in Wave 4. Cool. I'm not sure what. Sure, on the Yoshi's Island. Where's that course from? Oh, it just says a new course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Like a new course. So there's a Yoshi's Island course. Awesome. Awesome. Um, what else we got? Mm, Not quite sure. So we got six We got six packs um, that will be coming to the game. So this is the fourth one. So when we get this, we will be officially over halfway. What day did it come out again? Dum-dum-dum. It comes out in a little bit. It doesn't actually tell me here. Not sure. Really sure. I think I said. I think it said spring or something as far as the American seasons go. So keen for that. Really looking forward to it. I love every time they drop more Mario Kart content. Got a third-party game, Master Detective Archives: Rain Code, Enter the mystery labyrinth in this offbeat puzzle game. Solving experience in a city of rain is gripped by um, inmalleable unsolved mysteries under the complete control of the mega corporation. So this game looked interesting. Um, let me click on it. Let me really remember what it was. It looked pretty cool. It's from the um, the makers of Dank and Romper. we've seen this a couple of times in directs before. Um, looks nice. Um, it's probably it doesn't catch my attention. There's been a couple of games in this direct that I didn't know before. I'm like, oh, that's definitely added to my wish list. But apart from that, this one's uh, not on, it, unfortunately. But it looks good. It does look good. Uh, we got Dead Cells DLC, Return to Castlevania. I don't know if we saw much on this before. Uh, I think uh, I think it was shown during the game awards, but I was working while I was listening to the game awards, so I just heard like the music. Um, but we do have some more sort of details on the weapons and the enemies and what this DLC for Dead Cells is going to incorporate. And I love Dead Cells. I think it's one of the best games on Switch. It's just um, one of the best indie games of the last five years. Really fantastic game. I can't believe how good it feels to play um, and how good it looks. So it's awesome that they've got um, Castlevania DLC and just like the whip and all that looked really fun to play. The mallet, all that looked awesome. So you'll be able to get this on the 6th of March. You can pre-order it now. Awesome. Um, we love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie. And we've got another Katamari game, which is a a remake, a port-up. Not quite sure. I haven't really played these games too much. I played uh, whatever game was on Vita. It was a part of PlayStation Plus at one point. So I played it a little bit and I had fun. I rolled around and did the level. I'm not cool. But uh, that's kind of my experience with The title. So let's let's leave it at that. We've got Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective. The time-bending mystery Ghost Trick returns in HD. After kicking the bucket and becoming a ghost, you acquire the ability to possess and control objects. Uncover Cecil's unknown past and help unravel mysteries that occurred uh, that fateful night. You can get this in American Winter. So starts June, that's when the countdown happens. Um, I was really sort of happy to see this because if you ever check out like a top 20 Nintendo DS games, this is usually on it. And this was a game I never played. It's a third-party game, obviously not from Nintendo. Um, But when I saw it, I'm like, oh, they're making that. So from Capcom. So I'm really excited. I want to give this a go. This was a game that if I ever picked up my DS again and I was actually able to easily buy DS games at a reasonable price. Um this uh this title would definitely be a part of it. So having it on Switch, awesome. Really keen for it. So I'll be putting this down on my little my little list that I've got going for 2023. I'll be checking that out. Beaten Chaos one and two HD remaster. Uh when when I was looking at this it's uh it's uh, been published by Bandai Namco. And when I saw it, like, the main character has uh, Kid Icarus wings. <laughs> I'm like, well, the rumor was that Kid Icarus Uprising was being remastered by Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco, the game here, there's a, a a pit-looking man, but it's not Kid Icarus. But um, maybe next time. That's just going to be my my horse I'm going to be beating for the next uh, <laughs> next few years. <laughs> Next uh, decade, I dare say. Eh? Um, so let's read a little bit about it, because I don't know much about it. When I was watching it, I didn't really, un- didn't really <laughs> absorb it that much. <laughs> so, Wings of the Heart take flight once more. A remaster collection of both both uh, beaten uh, KTOS games. What did I say before? KTOS? I can't remember. Uh, Originally released on Nintendo GameCube, is coming to Nintendo Switch. These emotional journeys features a distinct card-based RPG system where split-second decisions edge you closer to victory. Watch revelations will come to light in the skies above and lands below. It's Coming to Nintendo Switch this winter. So, cool. I don't know much about it, but this might be a a hidden gem on GameCube that I'm not familiar with. So, let me know if uh, it's worth playing, because... Today, I'll probably give it a miss. I laughed at this one. Fashion Dreamer. Welcome to Fashion Dreamer, a fashion game where you glam glam it up and share your creations with your guest to become a stylish influencer. Choose from over fourteen hundred designed options and <laughs> Connect online to expand your friend circle and grow your brand. Got an eye for fashion? Then get styling when Fashion Dreamer debuts exclusively on the Nintendo Switch this year. And when I looked at this, I, I thought it was funny. You could actually like walk up to people and say, if you like their outfits, you can like them and you can get their outfits. I I, I just imagine like in real life because you go up to someone, I oh, like your outfit. And you just like rip it off and put it on. Thanks. And you walk off. Um it looks, It looks like a good game. It actually reminded me of um Shimigami Crossfire Emblem. Um, just the art style. And it's got like a really nice sort of cartoony, even anime art style. It looks really nice. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not the demographic for this game, but I'm sure a lot of people are going to get a kick out of sort of being an influencer and leveling up and all that sort of stuff. It looks pretty cool. Uh, next up, we got how do you pronounce this? Decker police play a role in a futuristic police detective and solve difficult crimes. in this mystery detective from level five, the developers of the uh, professor Layton series, you explore a vast world and experience the fun of deductive reasoning. Uh, Da Da police uh, launches on the Nintendo switch this year. And this was one of the games that actually caught my interest just from just like the art style and also seeing like the combat as well looks really sort of interesting and while I don't understand the mechanics and that because I'm just watching it, but it seems pretty cool. Like you're going around investigating uh, different crimes. Then you've got this uh, turn-based strategy as well, which intrigued me. So I'm keen to check it out and see what it's all about. Maybe look up some more information apart from just a small trailer, but it definitely intrigues me. So I'm keen to check it out. Next up as well is a game that I'm also really interested in. It's on my little list for 2023. Fantasy Life Eye, The Girl Who Steals Time. After drifting into a mysterious island where the bug civilization once uh, prospered, you embark on a new life full of adventure. As you develop your island with crafting quests and combat, you'll also time travel to the past to uncover secrets um, and after history. Fantasy Life, the girl who steals time, launches on Nintendo Switch this year. Um, So it really did show off some of the elements that are really, really pushing that Animal Crossing (laughs) Agenda. So they're really trying to cater towards the big market of uh, Animal Crossing fans who aren't getting content anymore on the Switch. Uh, so it showed you like, you know, you're able to terraform the island much like you do in Animal Crossing. You've got different jobs, take down monsters. It looked like a lot of fun. So um, keen, to, keen to give it a go. I enjoyed Fantasy Life on Nintendo 3DS. That's where the first game come out. So getting a second life on Switch is really good. So hope a lot of people sort of jump onto it because i know like the farming genre you know you can tell from last last year september the farming genre is huge and people love playing it portably and we'll get some of those um animal crossing people over to this so cool tron identity and i don't remember this at all enter a new grid in this narrative puzzle adventure within tron the tron universe discover dangerous truce and um relive what was lost as you navigate through a perilous world. Uh, your, Your decisions and your alliances you forge will ultimately influence the story with multiple possible outcomes as shaped by your actions. And that comes out in April. Cool. I don't, yeah, I don't even remember it to be honest, but if you're a big Tron fan, we've got Minecraft Legends. I feel like this is just a bit of a touch on. This was in the sizzle reel. Comes out soon, April 19th. Have a nice death as well. Uh, Really cool sort of um, um, indie game coming out. Um, Sharpen your skills for a fast-paced hack and slash combat. Have a nice death. It has a nice hand-drawn 2D action art style and it's an action road-like. So kind of similar to Dead Cells in some ways. I'd like to give that a go. I've been seeing that a fair bit. comes out on the 22nd of March. And the last game that we're going to talk about is Harmony the Fall of Reverie and this uh, game really did capture my attention as well. I've never heard about it before. I don't know if it's just been announced here or it's been shown off before. But this is a game from Don't Nod and Don't Nod do the Life is Strange series. At least the first one. I can't remember if they did the first one or they did the the second one. I can't quite remember. I know they they swapped teams around there at some point. I think they did the first one. Um, but I'll read the blurb and we'll discuss it from there. In this new narrative experience from Don't Nod, you'll play as uh, Polly, an upbeat young woman who can travel between our world and Reverie, a realm where um, the deities live. There you go. <laughs> when a mega corporation threatens the balance of these two worlds, an apocalypse, apocalypse looms. Using her gift as as of clairvoyance, Polly must choose which path to, to defend um, her world f- and Save Reverie. Many branching story paths along with riveting soundtrack by Celeste composer Lena Rainey uh, in a state, uh, set the stage for your journey. And they'll be coming out in June. So it looked cool, just basically like a real narrative experience, making choices, had a nice art style. Um, really liked it. Just like, I guess the gameplay looked a lot more like your um, visual novel type of experience. So I'm can to go and check it out? I reckon it'll be be good. I like to sit down and just have one of those experiences on Switch which is just like kind of like sitting down and just experiencing like a nice book you know just having the Switch like that not playing like an action game not trying to move your little sticks around but just like sit down put the headphones in and enjoy so keen to check that out so there's plenty of games that I'm really excited for um, from this Nintendo Direct I think it's good Um, if I had to give it a score I'd probably give it like an 8 which is great as far as scores My scores are considered. Um, But maybe it was missing just like something, I don't know. Maybe it was missing like a Mario game or like one of those franchises which is like, oh, wow, we'll go one of these. But even Mario, it's like, you know, it's a a Mario game. We'll we'll get one of them eventually. (laughs) Um, But also like Kid Icarus, that would have been like... The thing for me, which is like personal to me, and I would have loved, but it it would have also been one of those franchises people would have just like been like, oh, cool!" Like, oh, yeah, I guess that game's coming back. Like, there are so many of these games that are <laughs> that are being remastered from 3ds and DS. So it would have just been like another one for a lot of people. But by the end of the Switch's life, I hope we see it, or I don't know, maybe a launch, <laughs> imagine, oh, imagine a launch game for the next Switch: Kid Icarus Uprising. Kid Icarus Uprises again what kind of uh, odd naming convention do you reckon they'll use don't know don't know anyway that's the Nintendo Direct that's my thoughts on it really looking forward to jumping into some of these games Um, next episode I'll be talking about Metroid Prime Remastered Uh, check out the Kirby demo the um, Sea of Stars demo the Game Boy games the Game Boy Advance games we got plenty to play on Nintendo Switch, thanks to, to this direct. So really excited about it all, and um, that brings us to the end. I've got to—I uh, actually didn't bring up a song to play, not a song, but some, you know, the trivia as far as doing the s- sounds. So I'm on, I'm on YouTube now. What's, uh, what should I test you out with? All right, let's do an easy one. Let's do a nice, simple one for you, you know. If you don't get this, um, I'll, uh, I'm actually not finding that good. Yeah, I'm not finding that good of sounds just by typing in X sounds. Yeah. Um, I guess Nintendo is actually taking down a lot of the stuff through their copyright and stuff, haven't they? Get <laughs> uh, on you, Nintendo! You bastards! Yeah, I actually can't just type in X series music in YouTube because it just doesn't come up. Oh, there we go. They got an they got an the OST. <laughs> they haven't been taken down. Alright, so so I've got no idea what the song is. I'm, I'm gonna hear it at the same time you, you guys are. But can you guess what song this series or what series this song is from? I think it's pretty easy. I think we're all gonna get it. What game and what series is this from? Put it in the YouTube comments or at me on Twitter, at iDruby. Let me know what this song is and let me know that you've finished the episode. I really appreciate your time here at the House of Mario. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. But until then, the doors to the House of Mario are closed. I'll catch you later.